I look forward to being a full-time dad and a full-time husband that's not an exhausted byproduct that walks through the door at the end of the day. In closing, thank you, Toronto, for working with me during my tenure as the 10th Chief of Police for the Toronto Police Service. It is something I'll cherish forever. Well, he had 37 years, 37 years on the job, and suddenly, and of course, just days after taking a knee in solidarity with uh, anti-black racism protesters, Chief Mark Saunders of the Toronto Police is walking away, and it's a year earlier than uh, what was expected because he did ask for one year um, extension to his contract. And look, he's got health challenges. He had a kidney transplant during his tenure. That was a surprise to everyone, uh, but says that's not the reason. It's just that, you know, he wanted to spend more time with his family and have an August off, which he has never had. But of course, his resignation comes at a time when racial issues uh, and tension in policing, I don't think they've ever been higher. And I think a lot of people were looking him possibly to be that bridge builder, taking a leadership role on this. I want to bring Dave Perry into this conversation, former homicide cop, longtime homicide cop, uh, 640's Toronto crime expert and CEO of Investigative Solutions Network Incorporated. Good to have you, Dave. I haven't talked to you in a while. Good to be here, Alex. How are you? Well, I'm a little surprised. Um, This kind of, I think, took a lot of people off guard. Yeah, I was surprised. I was just happened to sit down and take a break today and was watching the news live and like everybody else, I didn't expect to hear what I, I heard from the chief. I thought he was going to update us on COVID or on protests or some criminal arrest, and he suddenly announced his retirement. So, yeah, it was a little little surprising to me as well. I never got the sense that he loved being the chief of police. Not that he wasn't able to do it, but it did, I don't get the sense that he loved the spotlight. You know, he was more, far more reserved than uh, former chiefs Bill Blair and Julian Fantino. And I think that was one of the things that uh, became a problem is because in big times when uh, you needed someone to politic in those big stories and uh, the, the the white van attack take you know comes to mind or the Danforth shooting, you know, he would stay in the background, whereas he didn't politic as much as the other guys. Yeah, I think he purposely avoided that political spotlight as often as he could and just tried to stay focused on the on the job at hand, which is, you know, quite a quite a task running, you know, one of the largest municipal police services in North America. So a full-time job, 24-7, it's no different than being the mayor. You're never off. You're on call. You've got people reporting into you, you know, when you're sleeping, when you're spending time with your family. And it, it's a long grind. So I suppose as surprised as we are, we should not be surprised that mm-hmm. at some point, even though he had this opportunity to stay till next April, that he finally just said, you know what, this is probably not a bad time for me to go right now. Yeah, I mean, look, was he respected as a chief by the by the ranks? You know what, the chief's job is a tough one. People love you and people hate you sometimes for the exact same issue. So it's it's a very tough job. Um you know, I think people respected him. He had a good career as a police officer, so he rose through the ranks in the way that a lot of officers, even today, they like to see their chief has walked in their shoes, has done mm-hmm. the street work and the investigative work. And, of course, Mark Saunders worked at Homicide. He had a, a very in-depth career, so I think they respected him on that level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't think he ever tried or did anything, you know, in that sort of authoritarian way where he tried to hurt the the men and women of the Toronto Police Service. So, you know, I I think uh, from everything I know and people I talk to every day, I think he was respected and, and he was generally liked. 
Yeah, so he was more a cop's cop than a uh, politician's cop, and maybe that was the problem. You know, it's a very political job, certainly in a city like Toronto, um, where you can't necessarily do the job you want to do because there are lots of politicians saying, no, it has to be done like this for political reasons. Oh, it's nothing but a political job these days. And and I say that with respect to Chief Saunders. It's not a job I'd want to take on. Uh, I'm not saying I'm qualified for it. <laughs> so you're not applying, is that what you're telling us? <laughs> no, people would laugh even harder than we're laughing. But I guess my point is it's a tough job, and I, I respect him for, for taking it on, and especially, I think, during probably some of the more difficult years mm-hmm. that our city and our police service has faced. And, I mean, just look back over the last few weeks what he's had to deal with. I know it's been very tough with the, the protests, and I thought he... Uh, you know, managed it extremely well, and like everybody, we're pretty happy to see that there was no no real serious issues in Toronto, like there was in so many major cities in in the United States. And then look at the issue with you know, it's still front pages of this woman who went off the balcony. Yeah. Everybody knows is Regis, such a contentious issue, and so much distrust of the police, which I'm saying is is understandable given our our history in this country and the history of what's coming out of the U.S., but still, what a difficult situation to deal with. And, you know, I watched the chief carefully when he did his press conference on that, and I could see and you could feel the frustration that yeah. uh, that he had for the fact that, you know, by the rules of the SIU that governs us, he couldn't say what he knew. He couldn't say things that potentially could help diffuse the, some of the mistrust that was happening as a result of this case. So tough time, tough job, and... Uh, you know, after 37 years, how could anybody criticize them for from taking a little bit of an early leave? Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly earned it. But uh, the timing, I mean, look, uh, we're, we're in a situation where race has uh, is really at uh, a turning point here. And I think a lot of people would have looked at him and said, you know, here's your opportunity as the first uh, black police chief in the in the biggest um, of the police forces in Canada. You can take make a difference, a very tough difference to make. Moving forward, though. Do you get the sense that the person that fills his shoes, do they have to be a, a visible minority? Well, I think uh, I think a few things have to happen with, and you know, putting a, a bet on who's going to be the next chief at Toronto, I wouldn't bet ten dollars on on who I might think it is because that's about what I don't want to lose. Yeah. But uh, I, I think there are a lot of things that are going to be under consideration: the ethnicity of the chief. You know, is the next chief going to be a man or a woman? And Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't had a a female chief yet. Mm -hmm. And I, for one, would love to see a woman as a chief. And I'm not saying it has to happen in this particular time, but, of course, we're we're overdue. There's so many things to consider, but the ethnicity piece, of course, is is truly valuable to a a multicultural city like Toronto. And and I think that's where Chief Saunders, uh, you know, filled his role in in a very significant way. Um, I think he was able to... To at least you know mend some fences and and move the yardstick a little bit further, but you know that's going to be a job that's going to be a lifetime job, and it's something that is not going to change with with Mark Saunders. You know, even if he stayed till April, and it's not, it might not even change in the time of the next chief, which could be four or eight or ten years. There's so much work to be done. Okay. So, uh, It'll be interesting to see, and it'll be interesting to see what, if anything, he does when with his retirement life. Uh, he he may just do what he said and just go home and be a great dad and and spend some quality time with his family, which he deserves. Well, I don't think politics is for him because he, he would be, in fact, a lousy politician, which is actually a good thing because uh, he just <laughs> doesn't make it about himself. So there you go. Yeah. Dave, thanks for your insight. Appreciate it. Uh, always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. 
Dave Perry joining us. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, I'm going to put my money on a, a woman getting picked in the position. I, I will put my money on a, a female being picked. Nonetheless, it is going to be a very, very tough job at a very, very tough time.